You are listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today we are talking about how to get most out of a virtual conference. And as lots of things are virtual at the time, stay tuned and now the music. Many virtual conferences are happening this year and I think that will continue even beyond the pandemic. Also the PSI conference is happening this year in June in a completely virtual way and it will be a really really nice event across a couple of days with lots of lots of great speakers, lots of interaction, not just kind of webinars, and surely a great way to network with lots of different peers that also have the passion about becoming better in terms of their methodological and also their soft skills at work. So head over to psiweb.org to learn more about that and also think about becoming a PSI member maybe already today then you get already some bonus for the conference. Welcome to another episode. Today I'm talking with Benjamin about virtual conferences. That's a really, really big topic now, given that all the conferences that usually happen in a face-to-face -face mode are going virtual during the pandemic. Benjamin, Have you been to such a virtual conference yet? Well, not really in a, in a way of replacing like a face-to-face -face conference. So I've been to a number of conferences in the smaller sense. So kind of, let's say training sessions and, um, you know, discussions where, where you join groups. But I haven't been, in a, you know, like a you know, like the PSI conference or something in a virtual setting. So where we have really big conferences. So yes and no to answer your question, Alexander. <laughs> yeah, I've, you know, this year the PSI conference is also a virtual conference. And I looked into lots of things that you can do in terms of virtual conferences now. Uh, in 2020, the PSI conference was also a virtual one, but it was more kind of a, Yeah, last minute is decision because, you know, the pandemic was unpredictable at the time and um, we couldn't really prepare long term for it. Um, for 2021, the decision to make it virtual was taken much earlier and therefore there was much more opportunity to look into okay, what kind of systems do we use and, and these kind of things. And I think you see that across the board that there's now much more emphasis on virtual uh, settings and there are many new tools, platforms available to improve the experience. Um, because I think, you, you know, if you look into virtual conferences, there's now different settings. Yeah, so there is this settings where you just have basically a series of webinars that happen all together. Or you have something like a couple of pre-recorded uh, um, pre-recorded videos. So for example, for the SARS Global Forum, 
I submitted my video before December even, and that's only happening in, in May. And so then all the videos will be there. I'm not, I'm not sure how that will uh, exactly look like. And then you're yeah, as a presenter there for the Q&A. Yeah, I think, you know, there, there are so many ways in a in technical sense. And I'm, I'm quite impressed how people also juggle around when they, when they really, you know, um, ad administer such a, such a conference or if it's a training session and, you know, what, what features you can use in any, any kind of um, software or portal that, that, that you use, like, you know, Zoom or, or Teams or so. So there, there's so many, so many things where, where I'm probably not even aware of because I'm, I'm less the constructor, but more the, you know, taking part in conferences. Uh, however, I think one, one of them, you know, all um, have or should have in common for you if you attend one of them is um, to really take, take the time as if you attend a conference. So it doesn't matter if it's a recorded training. It doesn't matter if it's a, you know, a big event with, you know, several groups and training rooms or, or whatever you call it then whatever it is, don't get distracted. Just concentrate as if you are attending the conference um, yourself in person, you know, in reality. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think I have made some mistake in the past that I kind of put then these sessions, you know, into my usual daily routine. And then, of course, something comes up and then you miss it. And you're not really having the experience of the, of the conference. Of course, it's different than the life experience uh, in a you know, face-to-face -face setting, but you get easily kind of then maybe just the content of it, yeah? Or you miss something and you're not really preparing and you can't really focus because you're distracted by incoming emails or you know, people calling you or some Teams chat comes up or whatsoever. And so I think it's, it's really important if you want to maximize what you get out of the conference to block these days as if you are out of office. And because then you can also participate in all the uh, more kind of community events that you would uh, have. Yeah. So if there are some kind of social gatherings that, that is possible, kind of, you know, a coffee bar or something like that. Yeah. So if you have things like that, you only go to these if you have the time. But because you, you shouldn't forget that the, the conferences are only partially about learning new stuff. It's really that, I mean, I mean, to be honest, I mean, if it's a recorded session, you just run it and then you get distracted, you can just, you know, restart or go back a little bit. So it's a little bit different. But if it's really trying to get into a into a conference setting, the social aspect of the conference is probably the piece that is more, maybe even more important to, you know, to some point, especially if you were earlier days of your career, probably it might make sense to really connect, to get to know people, to, you know, to speak, uh, to, to listen to, to the people after, you know, after they have done a, um, like a, like a speed, like a, like a talk. So it's, it's really far more than just listening there and, and, you know, learning. It's about connections. It's about, um, 
the you know getting to know people talking to people reminding them that you are there that you're interested in topics etc so that's why make use of the of the possibilities that you have around just the pure listening and for that i mean as as you said alexander we definitely need to block the time and have the opportunity because that is usually coming uh, falling short at the end of the day if you know if you're just rushing you know, after after the last talk you're rushing out and you know do your own, your other stuff, your work or whatsoever. So, yeah, very important. Yeah. And there's actually some advantages as well to this virtual setting because you can use it to your advantage to increase your exposure. Yeah. So, uh, if you have these live communities and your live conferences, then Maybe, you know, you post on Twitter or on some other social media that you're now attending. And, you know, that's nice, but it's maybe not, you know, that important. Um, but if you're attending a virtual conference, then, you know, maybe they have their own kind of social media platform or, you know, it could be also in public social media platform like LinkedIn or something like this using the hashtag of the respective conference and post there and say, oh, I'm here and we are now listening to this presentation. Here's the learnings that I took away from, from that. What are others thinking? So there's a lot of opportunity to connect with others via these social media, either within or outside of the conference. And that's something that is maybe not as easy if you're at a face-to-face -face conference. Yeah, You wouldn't stand mm. in front of the coffee bar and shout out <laughs> to everybody what you have just learned. Yeah, But in social media, you can do that. Yeah. And there's another advantage is that you can sneak out of conferences um, quite quickly if, if need be. Yeah, I just remember that sometimes, you know, you stand there and have the program and you don't can't decide where to go. And then you decide one and then you realize maybe, you know, the other one would have been more interesting. So it's it's also quite easy in, in a virtual setting to, without disturbing, just, you know, leave leave the room um, for, you know, after after five minutes and go somewhere else if, you, if you're afraid you miss something. So... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe you can see also shout, oh, I'm now, you know, in this uh, um, session and it's really, really good, the speaker's awesome, and maybe I'll see that and think, hmm, maybe I should switch as well, yeah, so uh, that's quite, quite good and caring, caring for the others, and it also helps you to, you know, be more visible and seen and, and get more exposure and get more, you know, be more visible in the community. Now, what can you do? Another, you know, opportunity is, of course, you're at home. Yeah, so you can make it as relaxed and, you know, comfortable as, as you wish. You know, you can have your own coffees there, your own teas, things like that. So make it really comfortable for you make it kind of as if it's a really nice event and um, maybe not too comfortable that you're falling asleep <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But so, yeah, that's great. So, so maybe sometimes you can, you know, stand up and exercise a little bit so that, you know, you get a little bit additional energy, something that you can't do when you're sitting in a, you know, cramped <laughs> conference setting. <laughs> but yeah, these are nice opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, it, you know, also it's, it's quite important to not use the breaks to, to do your work. Mm -hmm. You know, to just go back. I mean, sometimes even at conferences, I did bring my laptop and, you know, disappeared somewhere to really get something done. Or in general, don't, uh, don't use the breaks as, as if you're in the conference, meaning that you can use chat functions, you know, talk to other people that are attending the conference um, or maybe just, you know, as, as you said, get a coffee. You know, as you would do the conference, you in the breaks, you just go over to the coffee bar and, and have a coffee and then chat with someone. So try to get the same out of the out of the conference um, in, a, in a way and not getting pulled into the day to day uh, stuff. You know, I'm usually working home with uh, at the moment, you know, currently three kids around just doing homeschooling. So it's always easier to talk about this in theory. And I, know, I, I understand also that in reality, there might be like differences because, you know, everyone has different challenges at the time. But seriously, it's, you know, you, you, will, you will regret if you don't focus on what the, uh, what the actual conference or, you know, the, the, the presentation is is about so if you get distracted that is the same as if you're attending like a meeting if you don't prepare if you don't you know concentrate on the meeting but write your emails in between you'll you know you'll use it. You, you wasted one one hour of time for you and for others and that is basically the same for for a conference that you know you really have to concentrate on the on the conference and and to get the best out of it that's for your own good that's for everyone yeah. and if you easily get distracted by all the work maybe switch your surroundings yeah attend the virtual conference not at the desk where you usually do all the work maybe not even you know with your work pc but with your private one yeah and so that you are really immersed only there hmm. um maybe you know instead of from the desk where you're usually sitting, you can go to the living room, um, to the living room or to the kitchen, or you know, if the weather allows, outside. Yeah. Therefore, you have a different surrounding. You it maybe feels a little bit different than the usual day-to-day -day work. If you can go outside, that also has the yeah. you know upside of getting some fresh air and getting some more energy, which is really really nice. Yeah, I think that's a very good point to, to really switch the environment a little bit to, to not, you know, as you would do for a conference. So you wouldn't attend the conference in your work building usually, but it's then somewhere else. And that is the same if you switch from your office room to the, to the kitchen. I mean, unless the kids are sitting in the kitchen doing the homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> Like in my exactly. case. <laughs> or, or someone needs to prepare food or whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, or your <laughs> spouse is sitting there also doing homework. <laughs> Things like yeah. that. Well, then in terms of preparing for the conference, yeah, I think it's always important to prepare for a conference so that you get uh, most out of it. In these virtual settings, I think there's a couple of additional things to think about. It's not just checking out, you know, what kind of sessions you want to go to and things like that, but it's also 
checking the software and seeing what is all there, how does it everything work and getting familiar with it. And very often you can already see kind of who's already attending, yeah? Mm. Who has already registered? And do you have a social media profile within the app that you need to set up? Things like that. So maximize the tool as it's available and put all your content in there, you know, connect your LinkedIn profile, things like that. Um, also mention, you know, do you post maybe already in there before the conference has started, if, if that is possible, so that people see, oh, that guy is also there or that girl. And so that um, is another opportunity. Yeah, and also check the the whole the whole hardware setting i mean if you get familiarized with the you know with the uh, conference tool that's one thing but on the other hand it also you know especially if you switch between you know to your private computer or some then you know make sure that the camera is working um, the microphone is working everything is set up and running and that, that you realize that you have to restart the computer beginning and yeah you said you, we need to you know prepare not not only reading the program and for usually when you go to conference at least in my case i often use the time when i travel to get really you know into who's presenting and when and kind of make a plan really like of you know what to do at least for the next day and all this is not you know we don't have this time this dedicated time where you're traveling anymore mm -hmm. so therefore um you know it, it just just make sure that you spend like some extra time in advance of the of the conference to really familiarize with the with the setting and with the with the structure the presentation and and everything because it's not you know that you're not starting that the morning and realize it's not working or you know and you don't know how to move switch between rooms and so on so that's that's quite important as well yeah yeah and if you then arrive um in the morning or whenever the conference starts um, that's another thing, kind of, if you have a different time zone and stuff, uh, <laughs> topics like mm -hmm. that, you can arrive early, yeah, and um, say hello to all the others that have already signed in into the tool and connect with others, like, you know, as if you're in the conference, yeah, so that when you would be going to a conference, you would maybe introduce yourself to the person sitting next to you or, you know, the person that is waiting together with you in front of the room. So um, talk to the others and uh, learn about, you know, what their expectations are, where they are coming from um, and try to build these social connections there as well. Yeah, very good. Don't forget to wear masks if you talk to to. to, to. <laughs> Um, no, that's a good thing. So you don't have to wear masks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it's, so I think you know the the technical opportunities for for getting these conferences um, set up. I think this has been. I, I mean, I'm I'm not sure. I didn't follow it that closely to understand whether the the technical possibilities were were available already before or you know and just not present because it was of you know no no need or less less um you know requ required at that time but there's such a you know i feel like such a gigantic step forward into virtual settings of conferences and trainings etc um people get familiarized with this and they can make use of the of the options and of 
you know the, the possibilities that that are now open to everyone so i think this is a very good way of um of making the best use of the situation i mean we still have knowledge to share we still have knowledge to uh, to gain and uh, so the the desire of social connections etc so you know if you're not allowed to go outside and if it's too you know it's too critical at least at, at, at the moment then why not making use of the of the excellent technical um, equipment that we have and that that you know is provided to us with these with these tools yeah completely agree now if you're now at the conference and you're in a session um you now have the opportunity to much easier take notes yeah if you're sitting on a chair and you have your laptop on your knees at a, at a usual conference that's often much more difficult but now you know you have your keyboard in front of you and you can much easier take take notes um mm -hmm. of course only have this notes uh screen open and not you know lots of other things uh, so you don't get distracted but the nice thing is if you have sent these electronic notes you can also share them afterwards yeah you can uh, use them to to post about what you have learned and invite others to share their thoughts too it's like whenever you have a social media post if there's just your thoughts that's great but if you're If it's your thoughts with a call to action to to comment to to uh, provide you know uh, alternative uh, thoughts or additional learnings, then that triggers others to actually respond to that, and then you get actually into a discussion. And it's not just a one-way communication. Mm. Yeah, I think that that is a good um, that's a good good point. I mean, I mean, you can also take notes not with a notebook, but you know, with a, with a paper notebook. I mean, so in case you're not familiar, you know, quick enough in writing or, or this. But I agree, it's just you know the way that that attending and and uh, and you know taking notes and making use of the notes is just a different, a completely different setting, quicker setting. And to be honest, yeah, yeah, and of course use the corresponding hashtags and things like that to make sure people see that that relates to the event you are at. The other point is, of course, others will do that likely as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so follow the hashtag and see, you know, what's, what's done by others, see what they are providing and, you know, yeah, and just use it for connection. I mean, connecting to these people, maybe yeah. you know them, but maybe, maybe you don't. So that's why just, this i mean otherwise you would just speak to them at the conference because they're asking interesting questions and start discussions so why not doing this virtually yeah yeah completely agree and you know here the other nice thing is you can have discussions in the chat while the presentation is ongoing without disturbing <laughs> <laughs> Also very it's unlike the actual <laughs> setting. But, but distracting. <laughs> yeah, a bit distracting, but still can be very, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, that way you're also, it's, it's in part, of course, distracting from the speaker, but you're still in the same content. Yeah. yeah. So it's not kind of that you're switching the content to something completely different. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's as if you sit to next next to somebody and do a, you know, just comment on what was just been said at the, at the podium. Yeah. So, however, all of that is also new. 
Yeah, and so there might be awkward moments here and there. Yeah, that someone tried something new and it didn't, you know, didn't work out, or you know, that there's maybe misunderstandings or other kind of awkward moments, or you know, you misunderstood an emoji or someone else misunderstood an emoji. <laughs> so um, just expect that things like this might yeah. happen. And yeah, don't worry too much about it. Yeah, and also I think, you know, where I, I saw like a conference setting where, you know, where the camera is being turned on and you see the faces of people sitting next to you. So as if you, you know, as in reality. So if you take take a seat close to, you know, next to a person and then, you know, the, the camera is turned on from of that person and also from, you know, from myself. So this is also kind of a little bit, different setting, different way of how to approach it because, you know, you're sitting in a you know, kitchen or office or whatsoever and then suddenly, you know, understand, okay, I, I'm video, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's it's funny. So I think, you know, it, it, there there might be awkward situations, but again, I mean, it's it's new to everyone and I think we just have to be, take it a little bit with a few more and, and um, you know, make the best, make best use out of it. And I think the other advantage, there is disadvantage is clear, but it's still, I think it's a very, you know, very good alternative, especially if you make use of the, the positive or the advantages of it. Yeah, of course, you know, ex expect to use your camera. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, make sure that you're, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> have a shirt if you're a male. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, do do something about your yeah, yeah so, dress. So, yeah. Don't show up in your pajamas. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> if at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God! Now I have these these images in my head. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> so that is really a lot of things that you can do during the conference. Now, after the conference, you can also follow up with people. Yeah, you can um, maybe during the conference, you find some interesting people where you just want to, you know, should we have a 15 minute follow up meeting some something? Yeah, um, maybe there's an interesting topic or maybe there's, you know, an interesting company that you would like to find out more about. Yeah, maybe there's a new career opportunity there or things like that. Um, there's very often kind of uh, exhibitor spaces in these virtual settings as well. And maybe you just have the time to chat shortly with someone there and kind of exchange your virtual business cards. Mm. Um, and then, you know, have a follow-up meeting at, at a later time. So uh, make sure that you use also the time after the conference to connect with others, um, post beyond the, uh, the conference on, on social media and um, further share your learnings. Um, you know, recommend the, the great speakers that you have seen or uh, resources that they have shared. So you can, you know, have further these follow-up discussions on social media beyond the conference as well. Yeah, that's true. And I think some, some conferences even offer like breakout sessions where you can just do this, you know, at the time doing the, not do maybe not during, but at least, you know, in the, you know, in the evenings or after, after like a talk or a presentation. So therefore it's, you know, not only that you need to go externally, external one, but just really make use of the, 
the possibilities that you have within the conference tool itself, because then often you can meet and just exchange and then take it from there. Yeah. So we went through lots of lots of different things that you can do to maximize uh, everything that you can get out of uh, such a virtual conference. Uh, in the beginning, it's really important that you block your calendar, that you make time for it, and that you prioritize it, that you get comfortable, that you set up uh, yourself for the conference, that you look through what is, will be interesting because you're not traveling, yeah, so mm -hmm. you need to block in this time. You can set up, you know, your surroundings in terms of uh, where you are doing this, where you're recording, um, set up your video, set up, you know, your personal styles that you want to show up and leverage the tools as much as possible that are offered. Make sure that you take notes, that you share them, that you use social media as much as possible. And then, yeah, follow up on that after the conference as well. So these are all the key learnings. Of course, they are also mentioned in the show notes. Uh, for this episode. So um, if you want to just head over to the effectivestatistician.com, you can see there's a show notes of this uh, episode. And yeah. All right. That was very good. And we'll see us at the next virtual conference, Alexander. See you at the next virtual <laughs> conference. Bye. Bye. This show was created in association with PSI. Head over to psiweb.org to learn more about the upcoming conference and all the other things PSI has to offer. Thanks to Rain, who helps with the show in the background, and thank you for listening. Head over to theeffectivestatistician.com, where you can also find lots of lots of valuable further content, free content for you to download. Reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician.